Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're doing a bunch of rules that I'm actually really excited about. We're reviewing 22 rules in soccer that have been changed or adapted since 1863. Yes. So soccer's been around a long time. It, I don't actually know if we have a true belief in where it started. We do know where the original rules came from, mm-hmm. however. Yep. Um, but that came back from, what, 1863, so why don't yeah. we lead off from there? All right, I'm just going to run down the list here, starting at the oldest one. So in 1863, at the Freemasons Tavern in Blackheath, England, the original laws of the game were written down as the first official rules of foot, again, football. Again, they call it football. football. Right? So that's when the official rules were actually written down, 1863. Wow. And the story is some people think it was invented in China. Some believe it was invented in Egypt, the Middle East. Like there's so many origin stories. So it is yeah. cool to see that it this is, is cool. where it was like birth. This is where the this rules is where, hit. I guess officially they were written down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so. like... Well, I could okay. go on to a lot of Midwestern <laughs> jokes there. Okay, so in 1869, goal kicks were first introduced, allowing oh. goalies to waste as much as 30 seconds at a time with impunity. So mm-hmm. they didn't have goal kicks back then. The goal kick obviously is, is happens when the ball goes past the end line. Yeah. And then the, the team gets to, I the wonder, goalie gets to kick it. I so. wonder what they were doing. That's a good question. Maybe yeah. a throw-in from the end maybe line? Maybe from know. the end line, yeah. or maybe they just kicked it out of the back end. Okay, here we go. 1872, the first corner kicks were taken, added, five years after the Sheffield rules adopted the rule. Mm. So amazingly, in that time, players still haven't mastered the procedure. <laughs> <laughs> still can't quite get it Oh, my right. God, you don't even watch soccer and you know how to roast <laughs> us. Yeah, the corner kicks, it's, uh, it's a pretty tough um, thing to do, I'm not going to lie. That one's, that was pretty brutal. And then Shetfield is always, you always hear about <laughs> Shetfield United and the soccer soccer programs there. Quick question on corner kicks. If you're kicking a corner kick, do you have to leave the flag in? Or is there, a, there's always a flag in the corner, right? Yeah, most of the time it's not in your way. Okay. So it's it not really big. isn't. And then when you get to like the higher levels, it bends over. And I've seen players oh. like bend it in the way that they oh. want. Okay. Um, I used to take it out if it was really rigid or half sticking out of the ground and the ref would just allow it. Okay. But generally you don't have to mess with it. It's usually well out of your way. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, 1875 crossbars were added to the goals, which I think is a good idea, right? Cause yeah. I mean, if you kick the ball over really high and it's like, well, was that between the posts? I so. wish there were cameras. <laughs> I really do. I All think right. that would have been great. All right, here's a good one. In 1878, the first time a referee used a whistle to control the game. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. So very cool. 1886, the International Football Association Board, IFAB, met for the first time. So that's when this organization basically came together and said, we are the official arm of the rule committee, I guess, and... um, they had representatives from England, Scotland, Wales, and Ireland. Oh, what so, a what a united yeah, continent right, right. or island that was! Because <laughs> FIFA comes along. What yes. was the date? Not too long after. I think it's right. 1904. Okay. And that was in France, but I think it was invented by some Swiss. But that's kind of cool. I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. All right, 1891. This is a good one. Penalty kicks were added. Oh. So until then, you there was no such thing as a penalty kick. They were originally called a kick of death. <laughs> I don't know why they called it that. Because but... no matter how close you were, they just lined that sucker up. <laughs> I guess yeah. we should still call it that. My That's Lord. That's funny. Yeah. The amount of stuff that gets tossed around if you miss a penalty <laughs> kick. Or All if right. you actually get it. 
So in also in 1891, that's the first time they added the center referee. Before then, the oh. referees just stayed on the sidelines and refereed the game from there. Yeah, so but that's were, the main referee yeah. that we were talking about not right. too long ago. Um, that runs in the field with the players. Yes. And you can spot him immediately because he's wearing a funny color of some sort. So it is kind of fun to watch them. And they're usually... I mean, there's like a whole different rule book for like expectations of referees. Well, I was going to say yeah. like what, I mean, the best referees are ones you don't notice, right? Yeah. Yeah. And for these guys to know, to not get hit by the ball, to not get in the way, it, yeah. it does, it's, yeah. it's hard. I mean, yeah. I don't know of many, this was a thing I also realized and I, I could definitely be wrong. I don't know of any former players that referee. Really? Interesting. I wonder why. I, I mean, I know from basketball, there's been a few. Leon yeah. Wood is one that comes to mind immediately. Yeah. But not many former players referee, hmm. period. Wow. And they more go coaching, which is understandable, but they, right. they're they not really in the refereeing world, wow. which is fair. Refereeing, it's at a low point right now. There was some, <laughs> some stuff that obviously happened right. um, related to the World Cup, and there always will be with referees because we do pull from all over, and people vary. That's yeah. just what it is. Right. Um, but it is interesting that they had him stand on the sideline like a coach. I, I, wow. I love having him in the field as a player because I can block him out. Right. And I can hide what's going on you sometimes. Can, you can use him, but yeah. But it has definitely added to the game that they're on the field with you yes. because they are a part of the field. If it hits them, they're part of the field. Okay. I was so, going to ask that yeah. too. So if it hits the referee, it's it's, it's a part of the field. Yeah. the field. Okay. Yep. All right, 1904, just like you mentioned, FIFA was established. Oh, wow. Um, oh, in France, Paris. In Paris. Okay. France, Belgium, Denmark, and the Netherlands, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland uh, were counted as the founding members. And then its home is Zurich, Switzerland. Okay. So that's where it's headquartered. Got it. Which, that's a whole other discussion as corruption in FIFA oh, that boy. we could talk yeah. about for a long time. <laughs> so let's just leave them in 1904. Leave it that. All right, 1912, uh, lawmakers... I thought that's a funny term for it. Lawmakers <laughs> decided goalkeepers shouldn't be able to use their hands wherever they like. So they invented, or they came up with the 18-yard box. That's the only place. So before then, Ooh. a goalie could probably run anywhere he wanted Oh, yeah, just Freemason, straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that took a while to get there, 1912, 1913. FIFA joined wow. IFAB. Okay, so now those two groups came together. Um, and that's, yeah, that was 1913 and 1920. Um, here's a good one. In 1920, the rules were changed so players could not be offside on a throw-in. That's probably a good. That's a pretty good. That's rule. a good rule. That's I a think. very good rule. Yeah. And I know As we've was, done a podcast on on what offsides. Yeah, is offsides stuff, is so hard to call, it is. but it is so important to call too. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that we've now had technology like VAR. We were talking about not too long ago, um, video assisted refereeing, right, right. where they can spot like players offsides by like a foot, like just the tip of their toe to help referees because of that, because it is, it's, it's such an advantage when you're able to start ahead of a defender on their own side. So yes. like if you're the defender and you're defending your goal and the offensive player has already started behind you, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to catch up. Right. They've got five, six steps on you. Like yeah, that's no, no luck. Yeah. So it's the same, whether it's a couple inches to a couple feet, like wow, that good of a player should not be allowed that much of an advantage okay uh 1925 this is an interesting one offsides changed from a three-player to a two-player rule Hmm. so you were onside if there were two players between you and the goalie instead of three 
Interesting. So yeah, that was I, that would be incredibly hard not to be offsides if there's just the goalie and one other player. Yeah. You know, you're offsides. So unreal. That that was yeah. All right, 1937, the shape of the 18-yard box, that's the box in front of the goal, was finalized when a semicircle at the top was added. Oh, I was gonna say how how long did they think about that box? It's 18 <laughs> yards. Yeah. But I guess so. Yeah. That I I. With so, the semi-box, I actually don't know what it's for. I was just going to ask that. So what is that for? And I, don't, I don't actually know. I don't know. I've always assumed it was for kicks. Right. But I actually don't know that. I'll, okay. I'll take a look as we go down the list. All right. All right. Let's move on here. So 1938, Stanley Roos, then the secretary of the English FA, led the effort to rewrite the laws of the modern language. So he basically kind of rewrote everything in 1938. He was actually elected the FIFA president in 1961, uh, an indication to as to how well his efforts were received. So Interesting. He kind of, I don't know, straightened out the game maybe in a little bit there. So, yeah, and also probably pulled a bunch of people together. Right. I found the answer to our previous question, too. Okay. It is for penalties. It's exactly 10 yards from the spot. The semicircle. Okay. Yes. So... Okay. For penalties, when players have to be at least 10 yards from the spot, they ah, start at that it. line. Okay. So that's where it's from. I've never thought about that because I always was further behind than 10 yards. Sure. Most players line up even like wider. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fast forward here now about uh, 60 years in 1990 wow. um, in an attempt to increase scoring. And again, we see this probably in every sport where <laughs> they want scoring, right? That's what the fans like. Uh, so they changed the offside rule to allow the offensive player to be onside if he was even with the second to the last defender. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about that a lot. Like, what is offsides? And now in 1990, they said if you're even with the defender, you're good. Yeah, you got to imagine, like, the best way offsides has been described to me is if you're the defender, you need to imagine there's an invisible line square with you, mm-hmm. straight from one sideline to the other, and it's flat. And wherever you are, that's the line. And so the offensive player has to make sure they're starting behind that line. Anybody on your team can go wherever they please. But that offensive player has to start their attack in front of you. They can't start it behind you. Okay. So that's the best way I've been described. And then when you see like visuals of it and you imagine that line, it's perfectly clear. Got it. And you can tell immediately once offsides happened. Okay. Um 1992, the last major change made to soccer came in 1992 when the IFAB decided to prevent goalies from using their hands on deliberately kicked passes from their teammates. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, so now basically if you, if and you see this a lot, right? A, a, a player may kick it back to the goalie so he can kick yeah. it further or whatever, right? and there's a form. You have to stop the ball, you have to trap it, and then you can pick it and up. And then you can pick it up. So you, you can't, can't just, just pick it up. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. I never even noticed that. Um, but I guess, yeah, that's completely fair because I would be doing some crazy things. I would love to be a goalie. I would love to do yeah, that. I right. bet, yeah. Your son-in-law, I bet, would have some great he, stories oh, of what he, does, what he yes. used to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go up to 2009. UEFA. Yeah, UEFA. UEFA began a trial using an extra official next to each goal mm. in league matches um, yeah. to assist the center referee. That's interesting. And for the Europa League, too. I know that was one of the tournaments right. you got to list it. And then UEFA competitions, Champions League and Euros. Europa, well, let's start with Champions League. Because okay. this is this really means something here. Champions League is like 
besides the World Cup, that is like the second biggest cup you can win in soccer. Okay. And it's one in club, not for nation. So you have to go to a Real Madrid or a Barcelona or a Bayern Munich or a Juventus. Um, That is a club award, and you can only win it in Europe with the best of the best teams. Okay. And you can only get into the Champions League if you place top four in your domestic league. So the Uh champions of your domestic league get to come over. Got it. Um. Maybe it's too uh, again. Forgive me. I'm, when we go back in soccer, I got to dust off the cobwebs a little bit. But it's for champions. Okay. And then the Europa is for the group just below that. Okay. So yeah. it's for the it's for the teams that weren't quite the Champions League level, but we still have really competitive soccer. Um, so for those two tournaments to be in there, I mean that was that is something. And I guess yeah, have the extra officials in there because you're playing with. A wide variety of teams now they officiate in you uh, in UEFA itself. I mean, from yeah. Turkey to Germany to England to Spain. I mean, there's so many different kinds of forms of what players expect to play in. I, I guess why not have right. the extra referees? It doesn't hurt. Well, I was just gonna say, like, what? What? Did, why not? Right? Why not? Yeah, especially on the goal line. Yep. Yeah, that's where a lot of madness happens, especially on goal kicks. And uh, corner kicks are going to be, like, the must. Right. Because of all, I mean, I've committed atrocious fouls that never, ever got noticed (laughs) on corner kicks. And you can take advantage, especially those big defenders. I can think of a couple players that made their living off of just being nasty on corner kicks. Like, they're they're goons, quote-unquote. Yeah, Yeah. they're goons, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so these next two, these last two, I should say, they kind of go hand-in-hand. So in 2013, goal line technology was launched. And then in 2017, like you mentioned, the VAR system was debuted in a FIFA competition at the 2017 kind of Federations Cup. Yeah, I remember the goal line technology like crystal clear when it happened because the goal line technology is basically like when you're watching Serena Williams Mm -hmm. and that ball hits the line, the referee can review it and see exactly where it was on the line. Right. But it was for the goal. And so it just did that goal line so we could see... If the ball completely rolled over the line into the goal. Because if it doesn't go completely over... That was my next question. Or it it has to break the plane, basically. If it doesn't go completely over, it doesn't count as a goal. And that's the same with the out-of-bounds lines. If the ball doesn't completely roll over, it's still within play. If it's on the line, it's in. Yeah, you can play that all the time. One of the quickest ways when you're playing soccer to spot somebody that's new to the game is if you start going towards the out-of-bounds lines and you just roll it on the line... They don't defend you, and you skid right by them. Right. You can use that line. It has to completely go over to be out. Okay. <clears throat> and the same is true with goals, where you'll see guys like throw their bodies right. into the goal to try to block it, so it doesn't go all the way in. So it ha- if it's if it's on the line, it's it's if not it's a on goal. the line, it's not quite a goal. Play. No. Okay. You got to get it into the net. You so, have to get it all the way in. So is the VAR system something that is good for soccer? Do you think? Well, there's been a lot of debate about it because. The video-assisted refereeing took what goal line technology did and blew it up to everyone. And so, like when we're talking about offsides, it could measure offsides in a way that the human eye couldn't. And a lot of people felt, well, what's the point of the referee then? Right. Why are we still having referees on the field? Is it tradition? Is it for what is this for? And so video refereeing got into a lot of hot water because it, it became this debate between people that wanted to maintain the purity of the game 
and people who felt the game was going in this place, going to a place where it felt more like a video game, and we might as well just embrace it. So I personally like having both. I think the line judge can be really, really important as a player. As somebody who's there, I'm able to see where, again, that offensive, mm-hmm. where I can't cross and then I go off sides. Right. The line judge is usually there. Yes, um, that's true. And then it, if I'm a referee and I'm the guy that's leading, I'm in the middle of the field, yeah, I want two extra eyes on the field. I want those two guys there. No matter if they're a line judge or they're standing at the goal, I want two extra bodies because I can't see all 22 players. Right. I, I can't manage all of that. So I like the referees being there. I'm fine with the VAR. I think it can be misused a lot. And it's the same with football and replays. Yeah. Like, how many right. times do you need to get this right? Yeah. I mean, it's technology. So it's it's going into that world right now. Okay. So it's always tough to see um, exactly what the best outcome will be. All right. All right. Well, those were the, uh, the rules that have been added to the soccer rule book. Yeah, it's so crazy to think how long soccer's been around mm-hmm. and all of the tall all the tall tales and probably some of the real tales that are told about its origin. Right. But to come around in 1863 and for a lot of the clubs that probably started in this game. I mean, Sheffield's still around. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, Manchester United FC, it's a football club. Yeah. It it didn't start as a professional team. It was a club and they right. just kept the name. Yep. Um Atletico Madrid, it was an athletics club. You know, Real Madrid, it was, again, an athletics club. They have a basketball team. Real Madrid, basketball. So it is really cool to see that the rules have adapted. We've worked on the game. We've seen the tradition kind of bubble up. But at the same time, it's just as accessible and it's just as exciting as it was way back when. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Anything that stuck out to you that you loved or hated that you thought was a dumb rule? Um, Well, I think think generally speaking, the... the VAR system. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of that. I think it yeah. takes the just like the automatic strikes on that they're yeah. talking about in baseball. It's like eh, I'd rather have yeah. somebody calling it, but it, I get it. It adds yeah. more drama. You know, I get why you have the technology there. Right. I think for me, I wanted to pick that one. I'll go against you though to just do something <laughs> a little bit different. For them to not figure out the 18 yard box <laughs> after until like 19... yeah until 1937, it's right. just kind of surprising. I I guess the goal kicks, too, is kind of surprising Mm -hmm. there as well. What were they doing before that? That sounds ridiculous. That would be funny. Um, And then another thing, it's on my wish list now, but I know I've shown you this picture. Uh, I wish I had some social media I could post it, but I encourage people to go out and find it. But an old basketball game when the referees used to wear three-piece suits. Yes, on the court. On the court. What did they used to wear back then? I don't know. It just made me... Kind of spark up there. Well, awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Any parting thoughts before we head out? I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at that'sadumbrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule. Dumb Rule.